Welcome in, Eric Nolene. Uh, I'm Bobby Burton. Uh, Eric, the publisher of InsideTexas.com. It's time for our weekly program, the state of the program, where we talk about uh, very uh, broad strokes, but also specific matters as it relates to the University of Texas football program and other sports as well. Uh, Eric, uh, you had the opportunity last night. This is where we're going to, this week's is going to be. You had the opportunity last night to hear Steve Sarkeesian speak uh, on the Texas fight tour uh, Mm -hmm. that he Rodney Terry, Chris Del Conte, the athletic director, are all going on and and out there and, and seeing it uh, up in Houston. And you said that uh, for your for your knowledge, at least there are about four hundred folks there or something. It might have been five hundred. I was going to try to count a row and then multiply it, and there was just too many people. I couldn't see. It was packed. Um, you know, it's funny, Bobby. There were so many familiar faces there. You know, uh, you know, both of I've, both of us have done you know plenty of events in Houston and. Um, a lot of people were, you know, excited about what you've done with this YouTube channel and, and you know, they were wondering where you were. So, I was, you know, even though you live in Nashville, everybody's surprised when you're not making an event in Houston. But uh, you're on everybody's mind last time, uh, last night as well as the channel. Uh, All right. Was, well, I'll, I'll be down there uh, on Friday. I've got a uh, my aunt has a 99th birthday party. So uh, I'll cow. be in Houston. Yep. So, hey, look, I uh, got to say this, uh, you know, your my comment from you. Uh, when we were talking about this pre uh, pre recording, you said that the talk yesterday, primarily uh, off the outside of Steve Sarkeesian, was about the Texas Alabama game, 6 p.m. Uh, on ESPN, that yeah. second uh, weekend uh, of the football season. What was the general tenor of that uh, in in your conversation and, and the fans out there? I just want to get a sense for what people are saying. Oh, they're excited. You know, I think that's why, you know, the game was going to be on everybody's mind regardless just because of the magnitude. But then when the, the time being announced, the night game, that everybody gets people a little bit more excited. Uh, I think people that were otherwise on the fence about going were were uh, definitely more interested. A lot of people were just asking generally if you're going, I'm going or whatever. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of excitement. And there's also there's also some optimism that, that Texas is going to be able to uh, play a competitive game and maybe even pull out a pull out a win. You know, you saw A&M with uh, not the greatest team last year. Uh, almost uh, beat Alabama without Bryce Young. Well, Texas is going to play Alabama without Bryce Young. They're going to have the the best quarterback uh, in that game, most likely. Uh, they're going to have plenty of experience, which uh, Sark underlined throughout uh, his discussions yesterday. Uh, and then, you know, the defense has a lot of experience as well as uh, well as a good returning nucleus. So there's a lot of optimism that Texas is going to make some noise in that game. Well, I want to get into what Steve Sarkeesian uh, talked about last night, maybe some of what Chris Del Conte said as well. But uh, let me first say thank you to our sponsor. Each and every week, the state of the program is brought to you by Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm. He's been helping injured Texans for more than a decade now. Uh, phone number 512-280-0800. Or you can reach out to him at LowyLawFirm.com for a free consultation. If you've been in a wreck uh, or uh, hurt on the job, Give Adam and his group a call. They'll try to do their very best uh, to bring results to you and your family. Uh, that's LoweyLawFirm.com. Thanks, Adam, for uh, sponsoring the show. All right, let's get going on uh, what we need to talk about as it relates to last night's Texas fight tour with Steve Sarkeesian. I want to start with you on offense uh, because I felt like uh, you told me that he had some interesting things to say on that side of the ball. Yeah, well, first, I need to say that if you were at the event last night, some of this was not uh, during the public uh, portion. It was during the uh, the uh, meeting with the uh, media. So this, you know, I got we got a recording of it. So if, if you were there last night and I'm mentioning something that he didn't say, it's because there was also the off to the side uh, media gathering with him. So 
But yeah, he's very optimistic. He mentioned that he thinks the offense is going to be better uh, than it was last year, despite losing Bijan. You know, he, he mentioned having 10 of 11 starters uh, and they're starting to look like what they want to do, uh, looking like they have, how they want to be on offense, having a, a lot more speed on the outside. Um, he's very excited about the addition of A.D. Mitchell. Uh, he was just as excited about the return of a Isaiah Nair after missing last year. You have to remember that you know, Isaiah Nair was A.D. Mitchell before he got there, and then he had that unfortunate injury. Uh, and it goes, that team speed goes into something that we mentioned on Monday uh, from our team source talking about the five fastest wide receivers. Uh, Nair was listed number three, uh, and A.D. Mitchell was listed number five. And, you know, those guys are big. They're not just fast. They're, they're big guys. So uh, it's easy to see why he's, he's really excited about the offense. Well, I, the question I, I have about the offense is replacing Bijan. Obviously, he say anything about the run game or how they're going to make up for the loss of not only Bijan but Roshan Johnson. You know, he didn't get into specifics like that. I don't. You know, that crowd is it's a big Texas Exodus uh, group, and I think you know a, a good portion of them are, are, are Saturday fans, and, and probably not as in his scheme. Um, definitely, we know that he's going to run more RPOs and, and a lot more eleven personnel to take take advantage of that talented wide receiver group. Uh, but he didn't really get into too many specifics about that. He did mention that, uh, you know, he likes that they're they're big up front and uh, they've got the speed. He thinks they're starting to get SEC ready in that in that regard. Gosh, I want to ask you about that because that's a that's a that's a very big uh, component of where Steve Sarkeesian and this program have to go. Is after this year, it's it's the SEC and that changes things. Uh, you, you mentioned some central tenets to what he wants to really try to do in the SEC. Outline those uh, that he talked about yesterday, please. Yeah, one of the uh, fun parts about following recruiting is you can tell exactly where the offense is going to go by who they recruit. Um, you know, he mentioned that you've got to be big up front, you've got to be physical, and then you have to have speed on the perimeter. And, um, you know, damn it, that doesn't look exactly like what he has uh, uh, in the works here. Now, they still have to work, work, iron out some of the physical aspects uh, in the interior offensive line. Some of those guys are still pretty young. But certainly they're physical at uh, the tackles. Uh, Jatavian Sanders has uh, physical intent. Uh, and then they've got plenty of speed on the perimeter and then an added element of physicality with uh, Jordan Whittington as well. And A.D. Mitchell block, uh, given his size. So, um, yeah, he's got he's got pretty much uh, a very, you know, he's got the, a rough template for what he's looking at. Maybe he doesn't have the exact experience he's want, he wants yet on offense, uh, but he's turning in that direction. Did he say he was ready for it or did he say, did he act like, hey, we got some time here. We're still trying to bake the cake to use a Charlie Strong term. He didn't necessarily say that, but he said, you know, we've got one more year in the Big 12 to, to worry about. The goal is to win the Big 12 championship. Uh, he wasn't necessarily worried about the SEC, uh, but, he, you know, he, he made it pretty obvious that, you know, he's starting to get the pieces he needs to, to be successful in the SEC. Yeah, well, I mean, as it relates to the Big 12, uh, the defense, the Texas defense this year is expected to be better, right? Mm -hmm. And my question to you uh, is did what were – Sark's comments as it related to, to the defensive side of the football? Yeah, defense, um, you know, this is something I wrote two weeks ago and uh, talk about the leading indicators of, of why you should expect Texas to be successful. And he went into pretty good detail about continuity. Um, you know, continuity helps two ways. First, the staff was, uh, he met, he called him an all-star staff that he assembled, but none of them had ever worked to work uh, together before. It was, you know, quite different than the offensive staff where he brought over four guys from, uh, four, four guys from Alabama, including himself. Um, defense was a bunch of guys that were working to, with each other for the first time. Uh, they're, they're mixing and matching different themes, and you've got to try to make it come together. It's, you know, it's, he didn't say this, but it's kind of like putting a band together at the last second as opposed to a band that's been playing together for 10 years. Um, you know, they just didn't have that continuity that they needed. And then at the, the other uh, aspect of that is that the, uh, the players didn't have any continuity within a set scheme either. 
Uh, he mentioned that Overshone had told him he's, he had uh, four, four linebacker coaches in four years, I believe it's, it was, and three defensive coordinators in four years. Um, and he used that as an example of, you know, how these guys are going to be, their head's going to be swimming all the time. They're always learning new things. Uh, they can't get set in, uh, in, in a, a specific course of action that the coaches outlined for them. So I think continuity is a big part of it. He, you know, I, um, he didn't really talk about the individual talent too much on the defensive side, uh, but he thinks that he expects them to play together uh, quite well. You know, he thinks that the, they're going to be on the same page, and obviously that's a big part of defense. He didn't mention that, you know, what you're looking for on defense is uh, effort level, um, playing together, and then, of course, arriving to the ball with violence is what he said. And he always liked to hear an offensive coach use the term arriving to the ball with, with violence. I'm not sure I've ever heard uh, Lincoln Riley talk about violence on the football field, but uh, that's how you separate the ball carrier from the ball, um, and that's how you play fast. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, did he feel like they were going to be better on D, or, or was he talking as highly as of them? As it, I mean, he met some, made some pretty stout comments about the – about the O being optimistic there. You think he's optimistic about the defense as well? I get that sense that he is. Yeah. You know, they don't have the, they, they had a couple guys that they had to replace, but they have good replacements for those players. Um, you know, even better than what they lost in, in replacing with that running back. So they're, uh, he feels confident. Um, you know, he didn't talk, he, maybe he didn't talk as much uh, with as much confidence, probably because he's not in control of that side of the ball. Um, but we know from talking to plenty of sources that, that they feel like they can put together a winning defense, uh, you know, despite having maybe not the, the ideal uh, uh, per personnel, you know, like you and I have talked about a lot offline is, you know, that they could do it. They would be well served to find another edge, uh, maybe more um, more of a sure thing, more of a sure floor at safety. Uh, but other than that, they feel like they can lean on uh, the interior defensive line, the linebackers and the, and the, the corners and the nickel. So, they, I, you know, I think they you know, he feels good about the defense, but I think he feels better about the offense partially because he's got the personality he, he needs, but also because he's in control of it. I, I look at this uh, team for next year, Eric, and I know you and I share some same feelings about them. It, it feels like they're on the cusp of something, but we don't know if they're going to make it all the way to the top, right? right uh, yeah. Is that the general consensus in your opinion? I, that's exactly it. And that, that explains a lot of the excitement there. And that's how you, uh, you get a packed crowd. I think um, I think Chris Del Conte made the joke. You know, I've, I've come across a lot of Texas fans, and they're not patient. I, you know, I had the the opposite reaction. I was like, man, you, Texas hasn't done anything in twelve years, and there's five hundred people here, four hundred people here, uh, and they're all dressed in, in their burnt orange, and they're all excited and smiling and jovial and and really excited about tex Texas athletics. So I would say Texas uh, fans have been quite patient. Um, but you're right that this is the year they have to do it, and uh, you know that plays a lot in the excitement. But there's also a hint of nervousness as well. Yeah, I feel like uh, there, there's a, a, a very good energy right now around the program. Um, Del Conte, have anything else interesting to say in your opinion? The acoustics in there were very hard, and he does not have the voice to cut through it. It's a heavy, heavy voice. I was having trouble hearing him. Uh, I'm going to have to get with Joe and see if he has a recording, and we'll, we'll write some stuff up. Uh, you know, I know that um, you know they're excited about where the overall athletic program is, aside from football. Uh, you could definitely tell that uh, that coming across. Even Sarkeesian was talking about how excited he was about the rest of the athletics and and how it creates a standard for him to uphold on, on in football. Uh, but overall, I didn't, I didn't and, you know, they didn't talk as long as they did uh, the previous year. You know, Vic Schaefer was up there. He stole the show like he normally does in that setting. He's in his hometown. He's, he's definitely feeling it in front of that large crowd. Uh, but they didn't talk as, as much as they did last year, or at least at the at the same amount of length. It came out on Tuesday afternoon that Texas uh, had hired – Stein Metzger, who is the uh, beach volleyball coach, who has been the beach volleyball coach at UCLA 
for the last 10, 11 years. Uh, he is actually going to be the new beach volleyball coach at Texas to join Jarrett Elliott, who is the coach of the indoor volleyball uh, team. Uh, Chris Del Conte continues to add elite coaches to the staff. Uh, Metzger, I think, has finished in the top 10 in beach volleyball 10 consecutive years out at UCLA. Uh, and so I, I feel like uh, we look around and uh, Texas everywhere is trying to uh, get to the uh, programs to a level where uh, we're going to be talking about them being the best athletic department uh, and program in the country for a number of years to come. Um, Eric, one more thing on this uh, ESPN Alabama game. Uh, you look at it, I think, I don't think Alabama has lost a night game uh, at home since 2015. Uh, what do you think it takes for a Texas team to go in there and beat Alabama? It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, experience. I, I think experience, having the better quarterback is going to is going to help them. Uh, the, the Not just the experience from, you know, the, the growth from last season to this season, but the experience of playing Alabama last year, playing them extremely close, uh, playing them... Um, Probably, you know, pl played better than for long stretches of that game. Uh, you know, I think for a while there, Alabama had a pretty narrow path to victory and, they, you know, they tightroped it. Uh, but, you know, I think that experience of playing them that close, it helps you get over the hump. You know, a lot of teams, they don't, you know, they don't just win out of nowhere. It's, it's a buildup and you have to take some tough losses along the way to that buildup. Uh, you know, think about Michael Jordan with the Pistons as a famous example. Uh, but we see that in sports all the time. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think that last year's game is going to uh, not only – uh, give them the hunger, uh, to, you know, to prepare for it like they need to, but also uh, the confidence that they can go in and win. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to make plays. And, you know, A.D. Mitchell has already made plays against Alabama. Um, we know Xavier Worthy can get deep against them. I think Alabama has got a lot to replace, too. Uh, you know, more, more, more to replace than Texas does. Uh, I don't think they're nearly as dangerous at quarterback without Bryce Young, and it goes without saying. So, um, you know, having a good game plan, I feel confident Sark had a good game plan going into that one last year. That, that should give people confidence uh, to trust the coaches. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a low scoring, uh, low scoring ish game. And uh, Texas has a couple of playmakers that can maybe put them over the top. Well, I, I look at it and the the thing that I just circled from what Steve Sarkeesian said, the three things they have to do to be SEC ready. They have to be big up front. They have to be physical overall. They have to be fast on the perimeter. I think they're big up front already. Texas is big up front already, uh, at least on the first line guys. Right. Yep. They're fast on the perimeter already. The question is, are they as physical as Alabama? Well, I, you know, I mean, they, they got in the backfield a lot last year in the, in the front. Uh, you know, Tavondre Sweat definitely uh, ragdolled guys a few times. We know Byron Murphy is probably the most physical player on the on the roster. So you have to like where Texas is uh, in the interior defensive line. Uh, Baron Sorrell is going to hold his own quite well, I believe. Uh, I'm not too concerned about that. Maybe you have some concerns uh, 
uh, the buck edge uh, holding up at uh, in the run game. You know, you, you got to imagine that that Alabama is going to try to pound the rock as much as possible. Uh, and Texas is going to have to stop the run for sure. And, you, you know, you stop that with sound, sound gap schemes and, and sound physicality. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think Texas lacked physicality last year against Alabama. I think they were hitting, you know, you got you got to like having Jalen Ford returning in the middle. Again, one of the more physical players on the team, um, you know, corners. Ryan Watts is a physical player. So, you know, Jade Barron punches above his weight uh, from a physicality standpoint. So, you know, man, I'm starting to get really excited about this game. Just, just thinking about it, but, um, yeah, I, I don't think Texas is going to uh, to lack in those regards. I think that this is a this is a good team. I think I think that Texas sets up to be better in 23 than 2024. So uh, I'm actually quite excited about this game. I'm, I'm interested to see how this year turns out as well. And I think a lot of fans are because there's just so many positives moving forward. And I think that's one of the reasons why you saw the energy last night. Uh, with Sarkeesian at the Texas Fight Tour. I want to say thanks once again to Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm. Uh, the Lowy Law Firm specializes in results for his clients, whether it's a tragic car wreck, an accident in the workplace, or any sort of serious or catastrophic injury. Uh, give Adam uh, a call. He is who you want to call uh, today at 512-280-0800 or reach him online at lowylawfirm.com for a free consultation. And remember, Adam focuses on results. Uh, anything else uh, before we get going here, Eric, that you want to add to the conversation uh, from last night at that Texas fight tour? Because uh, I, like you said at the start, I wish I would have been there. I had some things to, to take care of here at the home office. But uh, what's what were your final or closing thoughts from that? Yeah, you know, I pretty much got it all out. Um, you know, I, I just think, um, you know, it seems like there's a lot of everybody's on the same page. Everybody's, you know, can feel it building up, um, you know, that it goes from Sark to uh, to even the casual fans. Um, and, you know, if um, if, uh, if if last night night's event is indicative of what it's going to be like in DKR this year, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, nobody's going to want to miss any games. So, you know, we'll be fighting over tickets, I'm sure. Um, so it's, uh, you know, and that's, that's, and that's the year before the SEC where we, we know the, the excitement level is going to, to take another level, uh, as, um, as these new teams come in and there's new road trips for Texas. So it, it's definitely an exciting time for Texas football. And, uh, you know, there's no put, better place to catch up on, on all this than, uh, than on Texas football, YouTube or, or inside Texas.com. Yeah. Well, uh, inside Texas.com, there's multiple articles each and every day. Uh, uh is our goal. Hey. All-star staff is the word Sark used. I, I, I'll, I'll take that one. How about that? That'll we, work. We use that for the for uh, InsideTexas.com. All right. For Eric Nolene, publisher of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton. And that's been this week's ex episode of State of the Program.